0: You guys ready? Now you ready? Y'all yep. ready for
1: this? Yeah, I just silenced my phone and everything. Hit it. Just in case. Live from the Sportique Studio. We're here to keep the dread away that grips you in the night. You're in the South Stands with producer Scott Stafford, Ow! Mile High Sports layboarding personality Ryan Edwards, yeah! and
2: your John
3: introduce yourself. I don't think you introduced yourself, did you? Oh, I'm Colin Daniels. Oh, yeah, You gotta introduce yourself. So welcome to the show. It's South Stands Live. We're here again uh, to it talk to feels some, so alive. It feels feel so alive. I feel cof- alive. Kofefe. Uh, <laughs> is it Kofefe? It's Kofefe. It yeah. I is Kofefe. It it's, it's is either Kofi. Kofifi. Whatever. Kofi. But, but again, another topic that by the time we got around to it, already dead. Already like dead. Like it was dead it was dead by the morning. And it, you know, happened about ten o'clock last night, I think, and then by by the morning it was just over. So um, I was just, uh, I even, I screenshotted it and sent it to a couple people that I knew were either asleep or about to wake up in Europe at some point. I said, just, just so you, you're, you're up to speed guys. Here you go. This is what's going on. So they knew.
0: Oh, they probably knew beforehand. No, no. Well, sure they did. Yeah. Like what? Midnight. So yeah, there would have been ten. like eight in the morning. No, it was like 10
3: it. o'clock here. So in, in, in Scotland, it's like, mm. you know, middle of the night, maybe three in the morning or so, so. I wouldn't be up then, but hey, welcome everybody! It's good to be back with you. We got uh, we got loads to talk about. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We we're, we're going to talk some sports, but I think we're going to talk some things. Around sports, like some uh, things that uh, involve sports in one way or another, but also in, in you know uh, go into different areas like race and getting fired and other things like that. But we do want to welcome in Ryan Edwards. Welcome back to the show, buddy.
4: It's really good to be here. Thanks for uh, for having me back, Reedy. It's, Absolutely. Uh, I, I thought that I'd lost my opportunity. Uh, you I listen to the podcast. I'm am an avid listener. Wow. Really? And uh, and I heard the episode. Where you called me out? Oh no!
5: Uh-oh.
4: And so I wondered if I'd ever get back in this seat. But uh, you know, a year later, and I reached out to Colin, and uh, uh, here I am. I'm excited
3: to be here, um, Ryan. That's uh, not <laughs> exactly how I wanted that to go down. And uh, I think you remember. You remember the Simpsons. I, I, I want to
4: just get it out. I just want to get. I, hey, I, I, I want to
3: be like. We're good. We, we cl- clean the slate, right? Yeah. 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 Well, it's like, you know, when... Balls when, on the table. You remember when Lenny... Balls on the table. Balls on the table. When, uh, when uh, Simpsons Lenny's walking by and he says something like, what I did was because of anger and alcohol. And I, <laughs> I think that's, that really kind of sums it up for me. So, no, well, we're glad to have you back. Welcome Thanks, back. Man. It's uh, it's good to see you. And we, we're going to pick your brain about a lot of topics tonight. So, um, they, we were talking about the Rockies uh, before we started and just going to the games and somebody drinking a little much when he was there and um so which happens i understand that um and we'll talk rockies but the main thing i wanted to talk about is here's something i noticed being there on saturday so they're playing the cardinals right cardinals got a very large fan base um you know there's tons of cardinals fans everywhere uh they probably travel you know they're here memorial day weekend they're there um I don't know if you guys know where I sit, but I sit up on the club level, okay? Oh, guys club that? level. Club That's level. right. Yeah. Ooh. And so, in the club level, it's it's interesting because and this goes back to when we had Nate on 2 weeks ago and he was talking about how subdued people are at these games. So, I've got Cardinals fans up up behind me, right? And they're just like,
2: Yachty! Go Yachty! <laughs>
3: just screaming, <laughs> like just yelling the, you know, the names of the players and stuff. And nobody up there is doing that for the Rockies. You know, they're just like, you know, "Hmm." Yeah. Politely yeah. clapping, well, you know?
0: they, so, don't know the <laughs> they don't know the names politely yet. Politely clapping
3: yeah. and doing yeah. the wave. Well, and doing the wave. So but it's funny because like, you know, we're sitting there and we've had a few drinks and everything, and I, and these guys are yelling, and I just say it to my buddies, I'm like you know, don't even just ignore these guys cuz what they want is they want people to like be like you shut up dude, you know what I mean? They want that. And and so you just you just ignore them. But what happens is, you know, I'm sitting there and I see the guy starts yelling and you see these like old white people like go, "Oh," like turn around like, <laughs> "Sir, you just raise your voice at a baseball game?" And they're like totally like freaked out. And they're like turning around and looking at these guys and it's like they're right. People are act weird at baseball games. And I thought, what is different From this than at a Bronco game. Because at a Bronco game, if a guy starts yelling for the other team, people are going to start yelling at him back, and there's going to be you know it might it might be uh, it might be mean spirited, it might be all in good fun, but people are going to interact. Yeah, they why do, is it more of a blue bloody kind of they, an atmosphere? It's, it's not, and it's like it's like half the people that would go to a Bronco game comprise maybe half the people if that you go to a, to a Cardinals
1: game, game in St. Louis. It's going to be nuts. Absolutely, people pouring beer over each other's heads. It's it's having a, sex in the stands. It's a weird crowd. It's a weird crowd
3: based on what you see at a Bronco game compared to a Rockies game and it's like there's like half the people there have like be like I am checking out a sporting event for the first time <laughs> I would love to I would love to see what what good sport they have here at Coors Field and they have no idea how to react to people screaming and yelling and it's just a weird phenomenon and I've never been able to put my finger on it but I just think it's a whole different crowd it, it, of people
0: it's a losing culture and once it becomes a it's winning a, culture and, it all changes That's and
3: all. that's and that's, that's part a, of it so there's I, no bravado is what you're saying and I, th- I think yeah. that's the thing if they if they were and obviously the Cardinals very successful team. They won the World Series for a, a couple, long time. Couple a couple years ago, they won a World Series. A huge tradition in St. Louis. Obviously, they are the Broncos of St. Louis. I would guess, right? Well, they're more so, like
0: they're more like the Green Bay Packers well, of baseball. Yeah, in they're, in they're that they're ramp, a small they're market Rams of team and successful.
3: Left, so that yeah. that pretty much says it all. I think. And the Blues, the Blues suck. We but hate the Cardinals blues. have been but, good
0: for a long
4: time, but,
3: and but, they have but a great the, tradition. But it's a very different crowd. And I think, do you guys think that once they start winning more, and there's there's kind Of that more homegrown crowd, that's going to change.
4: Yeah, I think you're understanding with the losing culture. You know, also got to factor in really the violent aspect because you go to a football game, it's, it's violence. Like, violence begets it all the way through the entire stadium. Sure. Rockies, simply put, haven't been good enough to warrant that kind of passion. Let's be fair, and it's been a long time. And we're talking about you to have the podcast on transplants. How many new people are in Denver now that weren't here in 2007 or 2009?
1: Oh, I think we've long accepted that that is our fate as
3: sports fans.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but I'm saying it's been so long since you know there was a competitor. You know, people go to Rockies games what for the party deck for club level.
3: No, well, hey.
4: some go hey, for club on level. Okay, some go for club level. Most go for the party deck. Then most of them go there for the social aspect. It's rarely. About the game. I mean, oh, I don't from, think that's from, true at from all. From the no, no, party, no. De- hold on. From the party, no, deck, right. you can barely even see the field. Give me a break. So the, the point is now there's a reason to go beyond just getting drunk and hanging out and, and, and having the social aspect. Look, there'd be times in the past, not myself necessarily, but people would say, yeah, let's go hang out at the game. It wasn't about the game at all.
3: That's and, and, my point. And I think the difference is when you, a Bronco game is every sunday and it's it's only a certain amount of games and it's you go we're going we're bundling up we're going. It's like you're going to war. Hey, we're going to go. We're going to get drunk in the parking lot, and we're going to start screaming and yelling. It's it's what you do for that. But the Rockies game is kind of like, hey, I grab are the You want ki- to go
1: down the Rockies game? I grab
3: the kids. Sure. Maybe we grab a bite to eat, grab a hot dog inside. We're going to chill out, and it's very mellow, and it hasn't translated to it. Unless you start with the margaritas, then it can get exciting <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes. really fast. There you go. That's that'll, but that'll I will say this.
4: I would take my kids who are young to a baseball, like today. I take them to a baseball game. I'd never take them to a football Absolutely, game. Absolutely, yeah, wouldn't do it. It's just not. I mean, like in the mi- in the middle of the you know, like, I got little like six year old, five year old kid, little girls. I wouldn't take them to that because of the the language. Because and you maybe, could
1: probably get a pretty good price.
4: Well, maybe, but I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't do that. But I take them to a baseball game.
3: I take my kids to baseball games all the time. Uh, the last time, one of the last times I went to a, a Bronco game, um, I took my oldest son. He was probably. I don't know, seven at the time, maybe. And, um, there was really drunk people all around right. and we I think we left early and then I was told later because I was sitting with my friend's uh, relative the dude behind us threw up on his aunt's back exactly and I was like I was exactly. like well that could have been my kid or me you know and I was just yeah. like yeah so that's it's a different thing but yeah you don't bring young kids to those games there's no reason to because you're gonna ha- they're gonna see things that uh, maybe you don't want them to quite see yet yeah I mean I, I took them to a preseason game one time just
4: you know and they were they were a little bit younger but I took them to preseason and, and right behind me guy just start a fist fight. Yeah, I'm like i oh, yeah. I mean, and that hey, that's cool. That's part of what I guess. That's why you go to football games. It's just not what I. But but baseball's different. I think, it is different.
1: I think the more chest pounding Rockies fans are ten years out. I think they're yeah. in their early twenties now, and they were raised kids who were raised as Rockies fans are in their mid to late twenties. You're you're absolutely right. And I think if they let's say
3: they do well this year, they they make a good run in the playoffs. Um, God willing. Um, Then you're going to slow down. (laughs) Good run in the playoffs, but uh, you're going to see that, and
1: you're going to see people. They're going to be more vocal. They're going to be shouting down Cardinals fans. And and if you see that one more than once every five years, um, you're going to, you know, you're going to hear the guy in the back in the row behind you going,
5: "Yeah, cargo! Yeah,
1: let's go, cargo!" (laughs) Well, it was
3: cargo. You
1: going to be be here in five years? Yeah. Oh god, I hope not. Probably not.
5: I hope
3: not. No, it was funny because, like, you know, they'd get a strikeout, and we were all like. We're all like politely clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Golf you know. clap. Yeah, so it, you know it's 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 a little different. But uh, so speaking of those, it's same, changing though. It, it is, is changing. totally yeah, changing. I, is. Did, I
0: didn't go to any of the Cardinal games. I expected to see the entire crowd in red, and from TV, there is a lot of purple.
3: Yeah, and that was that was. Hey, that's a good start, man. Because yeah. that's a, that's a good team. You know, it's a classic team as a lot of fans. So it's nice to it's nice to see it. Collins drinking their beer right now. Aren't they playing Bush Stadium? Isn't that where they play? That's right. so. Yeah, absolutely. Support support the 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 Cardinals
1: there, Colin. And since you brought it up, I recently discovered Bush as just like a afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> no, it's a little snack in the afternoon. Uh, a little Bush beer and. Uh, and one uh, one of my employees is from St. Louis, and he started buying the bush. I like the bush. I like licking I the bush. I'm sure. I'm sure it's all right. I, I'd probably. No, it I'd probably is, drink it's pretty more good. Yeah, yeah I don't mind that it's stuff. Got so. it's, it's got its own little thing. Um, re- real
3: quick, um, those those same Rockies. Uh, they seem to be resilient. Now they lost. They dropped a few, and they're going to play tonight. They haven't even started yet. they they've. They, they seem to drop a few, and everyone goes, oh, God, it was terrible. And then they bounce back, and they go on another mini roll. And it seems to be their pattern. Now, we'll see if that ha- happens tonight, if they can get back on that roll. But if that continues, then that means they're winning two, three out of four games a series, which is a recipe for success. Do you see that continuing, Ryan? Yeah, I do. And then what's what's legit about this team, right? I mean they're undefeated in one run
4: games. They haven't lost a not game anymore. Not anymore. They're okay. i sorry, sorry. They lost a couple. They, they lost, lost a couple. But but they uh, they haven't lost a game going sixth inning or later with a lead. Yeah. They haven't done that. Uh, they still have the best record in the NL no. as far as road, road record road record, yeah.
1: road record yes but yes. right now there are three teams in our division with 33 wins which is the kind of sick burn yeah. about this season is yeah, come sucks. on now really seriously the Diamondbacks and Dodgers are both going to be super good too? Are you making an argument that the
4: NL West is the best yeah, division? It is the best division in I mean, baseball.
1: I mean, the Padres are taking it to the Cubs right there's now. There's only it's, one team in any other division with more than 33 wins and that's the Houston Astros. Right.
4: But there's some legit things happening with the team and, and you know the one thing I guess the biggest concern for me is is whether or not these rookies can stay at this level for a long period of time because every rookie hits a certain wall and it's not just uh, you know nfl any other sport uh, baseball is the same thing and there's only so many pitches in that arm especially if they're not used to pitching at that level so my concern about senzatella freeland uh, marquez being able to sustain this level everybody says well you'll get john gray back it's like yeah but then then you got Chatwood, and then you got Anderson. What's going to happen with these guys? Are they going to be, be able to bounce back, or are you going to have to put give them a DL stint just to reset them a little bit? So that's that's my bigger concern right now with the rotation. But no, I mean, think everything they're doing right now is absolutely. And hit. I think they win tonight in Seattle I I think yeah, so. because they're a good road team, and Seattle yeah. Seattle's a terrible road team coming into Denver. They overachieved at cores. They've actually been a very good home team, but again, once you look at. The uh, the way that the Rockies they go into these stadiums and they win these games. I, I think
1: th- I think they win tonight behind
4: Sensatella, yeah, and
0: I think uh, Buddy Black has been just awesome. So I think oh, he's managing a, what this a team huge, incredibly.
1: Huge difference, and the way right? he
0: takes Desmond and Para and, and the, the different catchers and he mixes and matches people. It's it's he's doing Whoa. great. Little ninja Marista, um, good stuff. I, I, see John, I'm learning the the team guys on the team. Good on you, dude. Now. Good see on that, you, see, on that, dude. See, yeah.
3: I think you're right about the arms, and that's why I wonder if they. I mean. They've never made a. They've. I guess maybe they never made like a a crazy in season trade for a pitcher. But I mean, they could possibly do that, right? And maybe bring somebody Packers, in that can
1: Chatwood and Cargo together. That's the, and get uh, a it nice right innings eating middle reliever. Maybe it does.
0: It feel Destin Cargo's gone. at – no, I don't think it's. This year? No? I don't think it's
4: destined necessarily. I mean, he's you know it, it's a good spot for both really because Cargo is in a contract year. He's in a situation where he wants to raise his value, uh, whether or not for it to stay with the Rockies or to be traded from the Rockies. So it's good for him to play well. Which which again, and then they, the decision becomes what happens at the trade deadline. Yeah, they're going to need a pitcher. Um, you know, Jose Quintana is a guy that everybody throws out there from the Chicago White Sox is an example of a guy. You know, and they may even aim. a a little higher than that because the white Sox have been in fire sale for a yeah. while remember they, they sent chris sale they were trying to trade a bray uh they're moving all sorts of guys but the, the really this comes back to for the rockies they're going to need to add an arm uh it, and it kind of depends on when you're when you're talking to the market you know who thinks they're still contending and who's in a fire sale and that's where your value comes
3: yeah, it's but you know what? Hey, we're talking about the Rockies in this context. That's that's very uh, until they else, drop yeah. six in a row and then we'll just kill
1: ourselves. <laughs> and then our well,
3: mechanics. that's another thing too. Is that the whole like you know they drop two games and everyone's like, ah, oh, here we go, here we go, here's here's their fall from grace. Uh, and it's remember like, Cofefe. it's like can't can't you just enjoy it, folks? Just enjoy. It. If the Rockies are good, that's that's a good thing. That's a blessing. We should all be happy about it.
0: Thirty-three and twenty-one. Hey, <laughs> 33, thirty-three and 21. twenty-one. Thirty-three and twenty-one. Roll off yeah. the top. Oh, no, it doesn't, doesn't really. really not like the Broncos.
3: Right. Uh, okay, let's let's get into the second quarter already. we we'll, um, yeah, I know. We're seriously? cruising through. We got we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna talk a little Terry Fry. We got to talk about that. And not, and again, not the the news cycle has has you know moved on, but we were all kind of in, we involved in that a little bit. And, and and Ryan knows Terry a little bit, so um, we want to talk about that when we get back. It's quite a uh, quite a story. So let's take a quick break. Be right back.
4: All right, so uh, we're going to be giving away $25 to Wayne Smokeshack for the Fry Coup coming up a little bit later on. I can't wait to hear these. But uh, Wayne Smoke Shack is in Superior. It's like right there at McCaslin and 36. So it's all highway right from downtown. 15, 20 minutes. Uh, seriously, the best barbecue I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, the meat just falls off the bone with the ribs. I've the been brisket. to this place. Have
1: you? Yes. It's and it was sp- awesome. It's amazing.
4: Yeah. And what's, re- what's kind of cool about it, too, so they open at 11 o'clock and then they only stay open until they sell out of food. Sure. They that don't I'm have like all
1: good barbecue, yeah, right. barbecue joints. Yeah. It's, right?
4: not, it's not a situation where they're like, uh, you know, hey, we're open till and that actually pisses
1: people it off. means all nothing time. comes out of the freezer.
4: Yeah, I, I've actually had a couple reach out and be like, dude, I came by at six o'clock and they were closed. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. They, they sell out of food. That's what it is. So they, they open at 11. Uh, the other day I was in there at like one o'clock. Everything was there. By three o'clock, they're gone. It wow. was it. they were just done, so it's basically like a lunch place. But uh, and then they don't they don't repackage and repurpose it for the next day. They they sell out and they're done. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're gonna give away twenty five dollars to Wayne Smoke Shack in Superior, incredible barbecue. I really uh, encourage everybody Man, to check I it out. I might
3: that. I might get a fry-coup going
2: just I to know, see if right? I can
3: get in on this. So. No, that's great.
1: (laughs) Is the preseason quarterback battle at Dove Valley really heating up between a player with the upside of, say, Alex Smith and another with the downside of, say, Paxton Lynch? Is Vance Joseph really looking forward to working with Butt? During OTAs, does Joseph occasionally try to slip in a long, hard drill? When it comes to winning, will he not take no for an answer? Oh. Can it be that basketball is almost underway? Is the sports world, hold- world holding its breath for that epic battle between Matt Barnes and J.R. Smith? Will the Warriors be bolstered by the all-or-nothing offseason acquisition of JaVale McGee? Do the Rockies have to apologize to Ryan Spielborgs every time they interrupt his monologues with baseball plays? Did Terry Fry's closest friends express their support for him at Sushi Den? Is Terry's a cautionary tale for get-off-my-lawn guys everywhere not to become get-off-my-continent guys? Despite his misfortune, is Terry grateful for the assistance he received this week from Kathy Griffin in Tiger Woods. You have questions, we have answers. Southstandsdenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971.
0: style right there. You know, there. They, did it,
3: they did it on Saturday. They ran it long like that.
0: Did they really? Yeah,
3: they didn't. They usually do it the one time, and they... They, so went, they,
0: they, they mix it up.
3: Sometimes yeah, they do the one. Yeah. Sometimes they do the two. I love that. You know, those those uh, those jaglord Cardinals fans didn't know what, what hit him when everyone was singing
6: tonight. It's, it's the, the
3: new.
1: It's the new Too Low. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. best it's walk-up great. music it's in very baseball, despite really what Krekman says. No, it's What's great walk-up music, guy? and the fact yeah. that it's the outfield and very few people get it. You know, that's that's the best part. Uh, it's the best part. Very singable, but uh, it's great. How Char- about that, Charlie, Charlie Blackman.
3: Blackman? Charlie's elite. Uh, about that guy, yeah.
0: Charlie's elite. He,
1: he likes his girls a little bit older. <laughs> he
0: does. He, did I see? He's uh, he what second in all-star votes right now? Is that, oh, is that correct?
1: Oh, oh, oh. He deserves it, man. He could be the MVP. He's an MVP. All I know. Is, uh, all I know. Is
3: Chris Bryant is beating uh, Nolan? And they had to put a um, a little thing on Nolan's uh, card to say how do you pronounce his last name? So that should tell you right mm. where most fans are. That um,
0: uh, Bryant was uh, the MVP last year too. Gives him a little bit of a oomph, right? He's not as good as Noble. Well, I don't is. think That's, he is, yeah. but I'm just saying he won you, MVP. Did, did you last
1: see year? that ridiculous one hand yes. barehounded catch and spin to first base? He was even surprised by it. Um, I forget which game it was, but he I, it, it, was, it was a great gif. And even he was like are, are you talking wow, about, are you I can't believe the, I caught that ball.
3: The Matador play? Yes, the, the, the Matador play playing. was yes, ridiculous. Yes. That's the thing about this is like you look at these players and you're like, Man, they've got some Legitimate elite players, and at what point do they do they cash in? So look at like the Cubs last year. I mean Bryant, um, and they've got um, what's his name Rizzo, and I mean they've got they've got genuinely elite players too, and they cashed in. So can the Rockies cash in? That's the whole thing. Is that is it is it is it uh, is it a, is it a stretch at this point?
4: No. It's, no, it's not a
1: stretch. No, why would it be? No, I mean, I mean they're they're a top team in baseball right now.
4: Yeah, it's not a stretch. I mean, but you know, the postseason, like a lot of things, is about pitching, right? Very so, what, what's the yeah. pitching going to look like? And and it, it's been great right now, but we can also simultaneously make a similar argument that they're overachieving a little bit. Sure. I, I I don't think that's a fair argument, but you can make it. And so, you know, you send it oh, te- tell seven and one. I mean my
1: goodness, like, that's, that's overachieving.
0: Right. That's, that, that's, uh, he's been that's, their best pitcher. That's Trevor
1: Simeon getting twenty-seven points in a football game. <laughs> so yeah. as as we know right. as fantasy players, we we
3: know about regression. And um, you know, is regression is regression coming? Maybe we see it, maybe like the last two games, a little regression happened. Um, well he had a little regression against Philadelphia.
4: He wasn't quite as sharp. But I think they still won that game, actually, yeah. with, even with him not being quite as sharp. Uh, came back here, uh, they, won, they won over the weekend, and now he's going to Seattle. We
3: all think he's going to win tonight. We, we hope he's going to win tonight. Let's check that score real quick. I That's not started. Oh, I think it's just, oh, oh, just, yeah, just five underway, minutes ago. Just five minutes underway. Ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, so um, I don't know if this is overachieving or underachieving, but there was big controversy over the weekend, and uh, Terry Fry lost his job over tweet. And, uh, we, 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 you all know the story. Scott might be not quite up to speed on it, but, uh, he tweeted something about the Japanese driver winning the Indy 500 and was disappointed that, you know, it happened on a, such a weekend as Mobile so it made Day. it very uncomfortable. Yes. And it was, um,. <sighs> This
1: thing has. He had, so, just, he had just visited the cemetery, which he did not tweet. Yes, that was it, not in the tweet. It has so. This thing has so many layers to it. Wait, but wait, the, wait.
0: A tweet was taken out of context. <laughs>
1: yes, I, <laughs> don't, I, I don't think I, it was taken out of context. Scotty,
3: okay, I know you just fell over. Well, I don't think it was
1: taken out of context. The context was perfectly clear. The, he was not comfortable with a Japanese driver winning the Indy Five Hundred on Memorial Day weekend. That's who? what he said, and it was a fucking ridiculous thing for him to say. It
3: was. It was dumb, and he, I think he recognizes that, and it. It cost him his job, but people came out of the freaking woodwork to dump all over him.
1: And you've got to think a 30-year journalistic career is enough to stand on to where a comment like that can be... You can be scolded. You can have a conversation started in which you probably better tune in and listen, but for it to be a career ender and for people to pile on the way that they did was unforgivable. But he
3: did... At one point, just say "I apologize," which everyone took throwing throwing gas on the fire, and it was like, "Oh, it's, you're not." It's
1: Twitter. It's 140 yeah, characters. I, 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 I think I if you say that. more than that, it's disingenuous. You know, and here's the thing: that's honest. We- i I apologize. I'm sorry. It, it's it's not it's not
3: enough. People want their pound of flesh, and they didn't get it from that, and they end up getting it from him. Here are some examples
1: of people getting their pound of tw- flesh. <laughs> I, I okay. just searched at Terry Fry. These, oh, no, some of the no things boy. people say. To, no, hey, uh, hey, Colin, I was I, I had this all on my feed for for like seventy two hours. Oh, it's, so. it's amazing. Um, the oh, all the closet racists are coming out of this Trump presidency to find themselves jobless, homeless, and learn that D J T ain't going to help them. I'm glad your career is fucked. Fuck Terry Fry. Fuck Jerry Fry. Dig up Jerry Fry. Piss on him. Double tap Jerry Fry and bury them both upside down. Oh, that's not... That's not... That's Jerry Fry is a child molester.
3: Oh, jeez.
1: Fuck your traitor father. Fuck your traitor brother. Fuck you. I, you, you war criminal. I th- I You're such got- a scumbag. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's a little too late for apologies bigot. It's, it's just like... Re- Wow, I mean, the guy said something ill advised and xenophobic and nationalist, but is he a racist? I don't think no, so. No,
3: and we and you know, and the thing is is that we were talking about this. So people who had no idea who he was up to this point, and they decided to to take it upon themselves. Tra- uh,
1: our friend Travis Heath, our mutual friend Travis yeah. Heath, Dr. Travis Heath, was one of them. And he said, This guy's a racist. And I said, Terry Fry is not a racist. He says, I've never encountered the guy. I said, Well, Google him. Just Google him. I mean, that's yeah, all I you got to do. Know who you're talking about. Yeah, that, I, can, I can tell you firsthand that Terry Fry's not a racist. Hell, no, yes.
4: he's not. And, uh, and
3: Ryan, you've worked with him. You yeah. know him. And and I've never met him, but I've interacted with him for years. He's always been nice to me and Colin. And, and you have co-hosted with him over many, many years, yeah. right? Like now, yeah. now, granted, we're not we're not Asian, but he he's always he's always liked <laughs> us. So little joke there. I didn't, didn't mean to poke fun, but you know him, and he's this is. It's not. It's not shocking that he said that. It. What's shocking is is that people think he's a racist when he's not.
4: Yeah, and that's. And, and you. You guys hit it right on the head. I mean, the fact is, you don't know. You know, the people that were commenting on it don't know who he is. They just saw an old white man talking about race. He, he was being more nationalistic, but it, with. But it came across as racist. Uh, he will acknowledge the fact that it was a really dumb and, and idiotic statement. Japan's mistake.
1: not a race. Japanese is not a race.
4: I. I know, but. But it it falls it falls into that it's yeah the the, the point of it is, is is he was talking about it from that perspective and then the fact is with twitter you can't read nuance you just simply can't it's it's bare bones text and that and so he tried to explain it. Like, you know, you had the 140 characters. He deleted that tweet. Then he put the, I apologize. And then he actually went and he typed up a whole long thing about why. And then he ended up kind of over-explaining, started tying into his book. Then people started pitching his book. I mean, at that point, he just, he was gone. It was lost. He, he, he really, uh, it was a complete lost cause. I understand what he was trying to do. And he did try to apologize, but it was a mistake. But like, he's not, he's not a racist. There was more nuance to it. In fact, when I read it, you know, my first thought was, well, that's a really stupid thing to do, Terry. And then I say, but I heard, heard it in his voice. And I'm like, well, I know what he means to say here. I just don't think he looked at it long enough to realize. It's, it sounds like something
0: go. like you would hear at a bar, you know, like your buddy yeah. would say right. to you at a
4: bar
1: or
0: something like that. And, 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 that's, and somebody else at the
1: bar may, may hear you, overhear you and go, hey, man, that's not cool. You're a racist. Somebody, somebody made the point
3: to me and they said, you know what, if he didn't mention the, the driver or the nationality and just said ah oh, I wish an American could have won this oh, American it would have been race fine. it probably would have been all right you know and um but but now we're splitting hairs and going well what could he have said to not lose his fucking job you know and it's like it's like wow the guy actually lost nothing. his job over it. he could have said nothing yeah but you have to True. realize
0: too that Denver Post is kind of looking to fire big money people well, and that's he just the other thing. He just a very, the ticket. That's
1: a really him. a very important subplot and I think it needs to be said and I think that this is something that if I, if I were a bet man I would bet Terry Fry is is I mean, dealing with now legally is that the he has been offered buyouts of course he has been yes, everyone yes. knew in the everyone writing at that paper right now is 24 to 28 years old and that's because they don't have to pay them a lot of money he's been with the same paper for 30 years they, they that can means hire, they're paying him a lot of money They can
0: hire what five uh, new bloggers for the money they were paying
1: Abs- absolutely. So, so, that's, how so ab- that's that's the unseen force that was involved in his termination. Oh, it definitely. It definitely kicked it I, over I, I the edge. I think it's clear.
2: Yeah, but,
0: right? but if, if Bill O'Reilly said that, there, he's not getting fired. I mean, somebody who's bringing in a bunch of money. Bill O'Reilly did a lot worse things. You need, than to, than you got need fired. to
3: sexually harass before you get fired over there. That's right. That, that's well, the main they thing.
1: they recently kicked him down. Well, <laughs> the sexual harassment. They kicked then him down.
4: Lose.
3: Lose. You got to lose sponsors after you sexually
4: harass. Yes, yes, that, yes, yeah, that's the money. Really that's where the main
1: thing. To. You
3: can sexually harass, and if you don't lose
1: sponsors, maybe that's what
3: it comes down
0: to. With someone like, and this is by no means disrespectful to Terry Fry here, but he's not bringing in a bunch of money. No, no, no they kicked oh, no, no, him down to the CSU. That, no, that had that had hey. that, <laughs> that
3: had that had that written all over it. the The whole thing is is that he put himself out there because right now in this the, one he ran that risk because they're looking to they're looking to get rid of some of the old the old weight out of there. Sure, um, you you risk the internet outrage, which can, which can snowball, and all of a sudden your papers, you know, looking like they employ a racist, and so you you say something like that you run the risk and that's the whole thing is that I can see both sides of it. And obviously, you go, okay, this is, he shouldn't have said this. This is wrong. It's, it's something that, you know, obviously cost him. But then you can see the other side and go, man, he didn't really mean it
1: that way. I know what he meant. Yeah, yeah but, but it, does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, At that point, it's, yeah. it's, it's a very different excuse. Maybe he should get together with Adrian Dater and they could hit on Japanese chicks together and that would make it all better. I don't think that's going to happen. But it, it's too bad. And,
3: but it just really shows it's, there's a guy there was a guy who um when the Manchester shooting happened, there was a guy who like was clean he said, I'm a freelancer for CBS and this and that and said all that's in his bio. He made some really terrible, like inappropriate like comments about the Yeah, I remember the, that. Do you remember that? Yeah. That guy like was just gone. Like anybody who was associated with him said we we don't we're not associated with him, that dude won't work again. And and he he's pretty much a nobody who, you know, pretty much shot himself in the foot. So it's just It just sucks when somebody who has such a storied career as he does just to be
4: finished like that, you know? Well, and I don't know if he's finished. I mean, he's finished at the Denver Post. But, you know, with with a lot of outrage moments like this, you know, you give it a little bit of time. You mentioned the Kathy Kathy Griffith thing. Uh, You know, there'll be another controversy that will come up. And then, you know, six months to a year, you know, and he's not at a point where he's ready to retire. Let me just put it that way. He he doesn't want to retire yet. Doesn't so need to. yeah, he doesn't need to. So I think you give it a little bit of time. He'll get back. You know, he's he's still a very good writer. You know, and the piling on thing. I just want to make a quick comment on that. That was that did bother me a little bit, especially some of the local guys. Uh, unnecessary and and sort of to kick uh, somebody. Deborah
1: Deborah Takahara was one.
4: There there was there was quite a few. There, there were not. I mean, there was quite a few people that that I know. Uh, that he knows and he, even people on beats that he's worked to that i I couldn't believe the uh the opportunity the opportunism that they took to, to sort of pile on instead of backing him uh you know and oftentimes it was like, well I never liked Terry Fry so this makes total sense to me and I
1: was like that's such garbage oh and he's guy he's got a rip I've talked to people I've talked to people and I won't name names I've talked to other people who we've had in on the show he's like, a crusty Terry old fry dude. is a crusty old dude. yeah and that's he's fine. a grumagey. I,
3: I I know that.
1: Just I've gotten from, into
4: shouting matches with him before just, too, just, but I'm not going to sit
3: there and you know throw dirt on him on freaking Twitter. Well, it's even if I wasn't friends with him. Well, it's interesting, and I and I thought about this, and I thought, you know what, I have would I have the same reaction? And like I said, I haven't met him. Always always was cool. To I've me. always
1: wanted to meet him. Yeah, yeah he and always he's seemed, always been super nice. Always seemed like
3: a cool dude, yeah. and. And, and he uh, read
1: our blog back when we were writing all the time. Hey, nice. He read us oh, all the time. That's why you support his, his, his and, tweet he would, and he would provide feedback. And he loved your columns.
3: Wow. Oh, I love me more now. <laughs> um, but but I I thought would I would I feel differently if it was someone I didn't like. Mm. And I thought about Dater. And when Dater was going down, I was like, ha ha, see you, sucker. And I don't think I danced on his grave publicly. Uh, maybe I did. I don't think I did. <laughs> but. Um, Dude I don't like the guy, and, um, and I was just like, fuck him. You know? So you go, okay, I can see how people just be like, cool, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally um,
1: you know, piss on this guy's grave because of it. And- but there were also a lot of people, and I think Vic Lombardi was the number one in the, in number one on that list of who immediately had his back and immediately jumped to his defense. And I know you, you and I obviously. And, you can't, and, you, and that's the thing. It was like, hey, nobody
3: said, oh, this tweet's totally cool. No one said that. Everyone no, said this no. is that. Oh, even Terry said, this, "Yeah, this, this is isn't dumb. cool. Like he's dumb, yeah. but uh, you know, hey man, you know, I support you. You know, you know, hopefully this works out
1: for you. So it's a very, it's a, it's a crazy thing, and I it's know, like they asked him this morning, "How would you have rephrased that?" And he's, "I wouldn't. Have, I just wouldn't have done there was it." No phrase rephrasing. I no. It was something I never should have said. Look,
3: at all. It, it goes, it goes, it goes around the world instantaneously, like Kofif last night. You know, it's, it's just, it's boom, it's done, and it's out there. So Are you sure, it's not
0: Kofifi. Kofefe.
4: <laughs> I call it Kovif. Covif? I call oh, it Koffee. I've been saying Kofefe all day. Oh, covfefe. so that's I'm, I guess I'm
3: with Colin on this. Kofefe. you know what? I think it's I think it's up to you. It's up to you, the individual, yeah. to say that's, whatever you that's whatever that's you, in so your mind, you want it to covfefe. be. It's, that's that's it's, how you want it to be. So hey, awesome. let's uh, let's get into the um, the second half already. We're cruising James, through it. Um, please we, please do please the, uh, we do there. have the we do have the the Freiku, um, for the Colin's going to um, do the contest for the gift certificate. So hang in there, and we're going to be right back app. Do this.
1: Just save space for sports. Some sports. Uh,
3: oh. Speaking of Woo. sports, Rockies are now losing three nothing. Oh, what no, man? Yeah, but um I played Paxton tonight, so I wisely put him in my lineup. We were talking a little fantasy baseball during the break, and. Uh, I got Paxton and I
4: got Sensatella, so it's oh, not great news yeah, it's, for me. But it's not, it's not he's good been great no. this year. I mean, my goodness, oh, yeah. like for a guy picking up off
3: waivers. Oh, sure, yeah. Because no one no one in their right mind would have picked you know drafted him when they were doing no. a draft. So it's good times. We all love fantasy. That's uh you know, and it fantasy football is 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 fun. It's 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 the main guy. Fantasy football is like
1: the Broncos. Baseball was first.
3: It, it was, it was yeah. de- definitely, but I'm saying it's as far as the hierarchy goes, fantasy football is number one, and I think then baseball is number two. Um,
1: oh, I put NBA two, but that's me, and I, I'm alone. I'm, alone. No, I'm, I I'm a, more a people, big NBA fan. I'm, more, I'm a big but NBA fan. More people fan. play fantasy baseball, but than I like NBA. fantasy baseball.
4: I, I think, but I get to July, and it's oh my God, uh, it's July. Tough. It's is tough, brutal. it's a
1: long season. Yes. Yes. I do have one gripe though about fantasy baseball. Why don't National League pitchers get credit for their offense? I agree. I would think at the draft it would make you want Reading, to prioritize commish, them. I, if I could can make that happen, I would. Do that? Is that I don't possible? know. I don't think. I don't. I mean, you could do it like if you did. Went I don't back think a picture. I don't think you can add it. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. Um, but to, to Yahoo and ESPN and everyone else, add that, and then it would be interesting, and you'd want to yeah. draft well, national. the going to,
0: uh, it's going to devalue one of the leagues then. There's no way around it. From well, that's, a pitching but that's fine.
3: So if you're like, well, I got to have Chris Sale, who's in the American League, but then you're like, well, I got to have a National League. I'm going to have Madison Bumgarner, who hits ho- it, at least a couple of home runs balance, every it year. It balances out, right? So but when, when
0: he goes like 0 for 22, it's really going to screw you then.
3: Well, it depends. See, now in D, DFS.
1: You know which National League pitchers are good. DFS doesn't count it either. D, but DFS hockey. Your goalie can get an
3: assist and get a point for it. So if he assists on a goal, he gets a point for it in NHL DFS. So,
0: but those, so I'm are just, calling. those are all positive statistics uh, b- yes, and yes. no yes. negatives. Yeah,
1: both in DFS and in in year-round. I'm calling for that. And the other thing I'm calling for is what about basic defensive statistics for a guy like Nolan Arenado? Can't you have some payoff for having a guy who's a gold-glove glo- gold defender? I believe there is – well, I've played it, in leagues where they count errors
4: against you, but I've never played in a league where you got defensive statistics you know, for putouts. Hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's a good point. i played in many leagues where you get negative points for errors.
3: If, you, if you're an outfielder and you catch a pop fly, that should be...
4: You know half some a point point or I
3: something. I I do love me some fantasy, and that's when um, you Life know is just a when it is when the when the <laughs> football season starts rolling around. I like, I get I get real excited. It is like Christmas. Um, Although so people who are talking about
1: it right now and it's it it's drives me crazy. Oh, it's total crap. I can't and stand. People it. are doing mock drafts right now. It's like people it's, are doing NFL uh, uh, my fantasy league ten MFL tens
3: right now. I That's it's that's absolutely absurd. It is like seriously like counting down Christmas. Like look, let's enjoy the summer first, guys. Let's yeah. enjoy. The summer. I don't I don't. Really even want to think about the Broncos until no, like August. don't hang a
1: wreath on, my, on but, my door.
3: But we're gonna but but uh, we're saying that, and we're gonna talk a little Broncos right now because uh, Ryan's been out there uh, witnessing the the OTAs, and we were talking earlier before we started. The you know, the big the big quarterback controversy we're, so we're hos, man. your your friend <laughs> We're your, screwed. Your friend, Captain Bronco, he loves himself some Trevor, Trevor Simeon. I personally think that Lynch is L. you gotta L-'s go guy. for the upside.
1: Upside, upside,
3: upside. <laughs> I I agree. I mean, hey, he's already done it. He was he was serviceable, maybe. They both so- suck. So roll the dice, but so so talking to Ryan though we were talking about like press bias and fans thinking the press or the the press is biased towards one guy or the other. Uh, Ryan, you told me watching everyone, you know, what do you think? Um, the, the, you said I think. And don't want to put words in your mouth that they weren't exactly setting the world on fire, but you think uh, you think Simeon's a little bit better.
4: I think I think Simeon. Look, I, I will say this: that I think if they're equal, Paxton will get the job. Uh, I think that's the direction that they'd like to go. Simeon's going to have to be overwhelmingly better, and that seems kind of counterintuitive because the locker room and I believe this. The locker room really does support Trevor right now uh, overall. But, you know, again, you know, the fact is he has a first-round pick in Paxton The locker and they do, you know, room would
1: really support Tony Romo, I think. Right?
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they, they might. So, so really... uh they both looked not great. I mean, there's been moments where they look okay. Um, the OTAs are so tough to judge because again, there's no pads, there's no threat of pass rush, there's no threat of anything, and you know you're you're sort of going through motions where the coaching staff's intentionally throwing curveballs at these guys to see if they can survive, if they throw an interception. Oh well, yeah, no that's, problem. That's, what that's good because the defense, do. yeah. But if you throw an interception, that's great. The defense did their job. So you know that's that's what we're looking at right now. It's a little tough to judge. They had this uh, drill the other day where they're throwing into a trash can. Uh, they had a guy holding a trash can up over his head and then trying to pin that. Well, Trevor Simeon, like, killed at that.
3: Because he's got a And nice- Paxton
4: Lynch was airmailing it constantly. Yeah. Like, he missed it, you know? So it's like, do we say now all of a sudden, like, Trevor's a better quarterback because he hit a trash can? Of course not. <laughs> so there's, I can't sit there and tell you that. But then we, as far as the media bias, I, I think there is a little bit of that. I think there's a little bit of guys coloring a certain way because they want to be right. I don't think it's necessarily about liking one guy or the other. They just want to be right. So they can
3: look, somebody can look back and go, hey, remember when you I
4: remember was when about, said that? Yeah, yeah, remember when I said that? There's so am.
3: much of that. Here's the problem, though, guys.
1: Neither choice is right. They both suck. Hey, remember last they summer? They both hey, suck. Ever, hold
3: on. You can you can sit there and yell and scream about that, but it's not going to make it any different. So
0: there's a choice, though, we have here. And last some we were we were all high on Brock Colin Osweiler Kaepernick. Woo! Let's get Colin get him, Kaepernick. Get him, get him, he's available get him, and he's good. He's better than both those quarterbacks. Both those
3: quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely, I don't is. think they're getting without question. I don't think what, getting what, why?
0: Because because uh, nah, is, is no, down not with the because, politics. Because that's the only they, reason if I if can they, see.
3: If they brought him in, it would just throw another. Uh, another wrench in the plan. Paxton Lynch is done. Do, do Pac- He's done. No, no, you, no. you write him off. No,
0: no, no. Give him a chance to start. Have Kaepernick as the backup and that's how you go. They're very similar. Here, here's
3: here's the part of the bias. Did you see the thing the other day when how someone released a, a quick clip and it was like him throwing two passes. One was,
1: it was Will, Will Parks, I believe. Mm-hmm. One it was, was one
3: one pass. Uh, one pass missed. The other one was a little bit behind the guy, and then he dropped it. And everyone was like, "Oh
1: my god!" You oh. know what? I, you know what went through my mind watching that? John could throw a better throw. Me, That's exactly what I thought to myself. I, I, I was like, "Reedy could throw I, that ball." You listen, better. I'm was, not going to say I could. It was but Ready two could.
3: passes. Two passes. And everybody was like, "Oh, here we go! Here we go! It's like the Rockies losing three games. Oh, here we go! It's it's ridiculous." And it's like until it's it's like one tweet, it's one, just like, tweet it's like one tweet about about the Japanese. And like you said, Ryan, it's they're they're they got a helmet on, but they're basically in shorts. It's there's not much going on other than that. Now, granted, yeah, you want to see him complete passes, but if he's thrown fifty passes that day and he's missed two, seven, whatever, that's probably a pretty good. Pretty good ratio, don't you? Think? What I saw with Paxton
4: last year, uh, over the course of the progression of OTAs or in the training he camp, well, he, he really did, He wasn't very good in OTAs. There's no question about that. And into training camp, I can't say to improve. But where he did improve is they went up tempo. He was able to be in the shotgun. And so far, I've seen that same thing. You know, today he had a great play with Marlon Brown. He actually played under center, was able to to hit him for a, a basically a deep touchdown. So I mean, and we weren't able to see that. That was reported from the Broncos. Ah. But you know, again, you know, it's it's with with Paxton right now, I think what you're wanting to see is his, him getting into a certain kind of rhythm that says that he doesn't look like the guy that threw those two passes. The problem is, is we're still seeing those. We're still seeing that happen. Trevor isn't that much better, though. And that's what I'm saying. If it's all equal... Paxton's going to start because you're going to take the
3: upside.
0: Well, the they, see nine,
1: they, eight, they have to
0: nine. know what they have, right? I mean, they gotta, the, you can't just
1: put a the, number one pick on the bench No for chance years. of making the playoffs. That's <laughs> what they have. That's not necessarily true because the defense, I think, will get its, get defense its mojo looks, I, And I guess Chris Harris, on that note, on a positive note, Chris Harris has been driving everybody at OTAs nuts. That's that's what I heard.
0: Oh, what do you mean by everybody? You mean those two the, quarterbacks, the,
1: the, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers? <laughs>
4: oh,
3: well. well, good. They need. They
4: well, need they have so much more, like you know, swagger. They have so much more. Uh, the, the 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 way they they play with that with that kind of energy. I mean, you even heard Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders talking about. It. He's like the energy on the offense is really low. We got we got to pep things up. It's like. Well, yeah, because you guys aren't very good. And the defense is very good. And they, they can sit there and pop off. And, you know, uh, Justin Simmons had an interception today. And, I mean, that's the fact. Is, is There's so much depth there that
3: Chris Harris can say whatever he wants. Same thing with the keep to lead. Because they're just the better unit. And it's not even close. And, and, that's, and that's the whole thing. As we said this last year, we said, hey, look if the defense plays really well and the offense can muster a few points here and there, they'll be fine. Right. They didn't quite do that. And so you think, well, okay. If Simeon's the guy, he's basically, I mean, he wasn't a rookie, but it was his first year kind of being a starter essentially. Cause Manning had played the whole time. if he's, if he gets in the saddle and he's and he can play and he's serviceable fine if if lynch can do it fine they will be they'll be fine they've got they they have a they have the makings of a good offense those guys just can't be they have to be above uh alex smith not not below alex smith that's Lattie. not going to happen okay
1: they, right. they should have t-shirts that say score 24 cuz if they score 24 points a game game's they'll over. they'll win 11 game's over, 12 yeah. games all right, watch out for a couple of
4: rookies uh, on the offense. Uh, Carlos Henderson, everybody's going to be excited about. Um, he, he, he is fast, very, very sharp running, uh, kind of a wide receiver. But uh, this kid, Isaiah McKenzie, who is he's smaller than Danny Woodhead. All wow. right, he's 5'7, 175. But he led Georgia. Is he white? No. Oh. He led Georgia in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns last year. 5'7", wow. 175. Sounds like my kind of player. Yeah. Right. and and <laughs> <I'm> drafting him. <laughs> that's I'm a drafting Scott first round. special right and there. I'm just saying that if, if the they end up deciding to have oh, a Danny God. Woodhead kind of guy, that's that kind of guy. Nice. You can put him into the backfield. You can slot him out very, very fast. And and, he, and because he's so small, and when you guys get to go to a ch- 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 training camp, you're going to be just shocked how small this guy is compared to everybody else. But it's one of those things. He lost. He, you know, he's out there running around. Everybody else is 6'5". And Everybody else is
3: missing him. Yeah.
4: Um, so you know, watch those couple guys. Carlos Henderson is very impressive. He's going to be the, the flashy name. But Isaiah McKenzie, man, I mean, he's he's very involved early on. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in him. I so.
5: wish
1: every team had hard knocks, right? Or some like local version. Yeah, because I'm not going out of training camp. I'm no, not, I'm not sitting out no, there. No way. way. But I'd that. watch it on TV. To hell with that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, if my kids were were rabid, okay. But they're not, so forget it. Yeah, but it would be it would be awesome if I could tune into uh, say altitude or whatever network and watch, um, uh, you know, basically hard knocks Denver Broncos would be awesome.
3: Um, so that that sounds great, and uh, and I hope nine and seven,
1: seven and nine. Well, hold on, you're you're talking about
3: Isaiah McKenzie now. They they added certain Jamal Charles, obviously needs to be healthy, but. If Jamal Charles is out there and C.J. Anderson's out there and Devontae Booker's out there, it's pretty crowded backfield, right? That's I'm, fine. I mean, it That's
4: is, fine. and
3: sure. it isn't. We're talking about a bunch of guys with health
1: injury True. history. You got and two quarterbacks that suck. Three <laughs> running backs is fine. <laughs> so dump off, or dump or four it off. Or five would be even better. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Captain Checkdown has got plenty of options.
4: You, you just got to assume that they're not all going to be available at all times during the season. Sure. In fact, let's be honest. If they all get are available for game one of the season that might be a minor miracle interesting and so and even that includes Jamal Charles, who really hasn't done very much yet, yeah you know he's out there just sort of jogging along and and he 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 can't do anything he can't he's very little cutting to anything at all, and they're not going to touch him until training camp
1: really so- all I know is when he plays the chiefs for the first time, I am going to put him in every lineup I have. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Every lineup I have. I think I'm a little concerned about what he's got left. Um, He's got left one ass-whooping against the Chiefs. How about two?
4: Let's have two. (laughs) At least two. I want two. But, I mean, C.J. Anderson hasn't made it through a season. Uh, Jamal Charles has played only in eight games in the last two years. The fact is you have a collection of guys – that may or may not be able to play mini games at all.
0: But that's like any running back, though, really.
4: Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, if you got one of the elite guys, I mean, if you've got Le'Veon Bell, I mean, he tends to make it through most seasons. Well, okay, maybe no, yeah. not. Uh, I would have said Adrian Peterson up to If few. You- Lashawn McCoy plays uh, a lot. Uh, again, you know, but you're right. You're running back's in it's general. Just, it's
5: a difficult position. Yeah, but you, you just hurt. try to collect them. You try mm-hmm. to collect
4: as many as you can. I mean, just like in fantasy, you try to collect Plug as many as you can because Plug you have to. Like
3: Pokemon. Like Pokemon. Let's take a break. (laughs) We're getting into the third uh, quarter right now. We're going to do the Fry Coup. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And uh, Fry Coup. We'll bring it on home. Watching
5: through the window of the car.
2: Sitting with the engine on, the light is pouring out. Everybody's looking for 10.
1: Terry Fry Koo. Haiku poems about Terry Fry, the best, wins $25 from Wayne's Smoke Shack True Texas Barbecue. And that's no lie. Sides are delicious. $25, you're going to love it. And uh, got lots of wonderful contributions via Twitter from people with their Terry Fry Koo poems. And Terry, this is for you, buddy. Terry Fry tweeted more than he needed. Now he has no job. Wait, you gonna say who they are? or no? Oh, that was me. That was yeah, I was, gonna say that that was my that I that was that my like opening salvo. Oh, yeah.
3: you get to add one?
1: Are you? Well, are you, well the, he, he wants
4: twenty five dollars to win. So wow. I, I mean, you know, I can't win. I won't win. I won't win.
1: Well, that's why he didn't um, say who it was. Yeah, this, yeah. This one is from Matt at Maddington twenty seven. Terry Fry, Twitter guy, once plugged a book to buy. Now he's vilified.
5: Pretty A well, rhyming
1: couple of stuff. AJ the Juice at Scoop Dog 7 says, Probably smarter, definitely more verbose. Ads are dead to him. Again, AJ the Juice with a second entry. You don't like the ducks? What the hell is wrong with you? You should write a book. One more entry from AJ the Juice, a historian. Did you read his latest book, Bromance with Sandy? Dan Fellman contributes, on with Irvin Joe, doesn't know the trivia, goes with Del Crandall. <laughs> that's a good Ooh, one. I like that. I like that I've one. got one here from, another one from me. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go. Uh, I'm stoking I go crafty- the fires. Stoking crafty- the fires. Okay. Innocent comment, not intended to cause harm. Legacy altered. Mm, so that's good, but you can't win. I'm sorry. I can't win. Marcelo Duran, dumb tweets a- go awry. Twitter mob grabs moral high ground. Fry out of a job. Ooh, that is good.
3: And I know Marcelo likes barbecue. I'm pretty
1: sure he's a barbecue fan. We'll discuss it right after this badass tune. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: So this is Roger
3: Waters. Was this Pink Floyd? Pink
0: Floyd. But Roger Waters is coming. But
3: this yeah, weekend. Wasn't wasn't there like uh Dave Gilmour or somebody or what's your sure, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. say Doug Gilmour, that was a hockey yeah. player. Yeah. Wasn't he a part of Pink Floyd? You sure, yeah, yeah. Well
0: they they broke up. Roger yeah.
3: Waters is the voice. And wrote a lot of the songs, yeah. and he owns this
1: shit. Apparently, yeah.
0: Well, he wrote most of the songs, like yeah, this he's one. The, he's and the
1: voice of latter-day Pink Floyd. Last tour, it was all the Wall, and that, and he did the entire album. I love the Wall, by the yeah. way. The yeah. Wall it is It is one of the best rock albums. It of really all time. is. It's excellent. It is. And I love to watch the movie. Yeah, I movie, mean not all, you know man. altered. Altered, I would never sit sober and watch it. The, the movie, movie freaked me out, man, as a teenager. Oh, that right. was, was awesome. Good. good fun.
0: So he wrote a uh, dark side of the moon and uh, animals. I mean, he did like the the big stuff, right? But Sid Rogers.
3: Barrett was the pre. Yeah, the early Sid days. Barrett was gone, then he kind of took it over, right? It, it, He's pretty much. Guy. And that's
0: when and when as Sid Barrett was walking over is when David Gilmore came in. So that's uh, that was the, okay, the, the so. fusion of how everything is. And, gotcha. Sid still alive? No, he's,
3: he's not. Dead. Okay, but yeah. he like lived with his mom for a while and was like he, he went nuts. From the he took took nuts. a bunch of
1: acid and didn't yeah. didn't quite uh, didn't quite recover. Right, I, right. I, I Great was getting, <laughs> freaking tunes, though, man. And, and you know that 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 90s album they did, um, Learning to Fly, is, is also just a wonderful that, that, album. That was not Roger Waters.
0: That was uh, the Gilmore dudes. Because uh, he, le- kind of like uh, Brian Wilson, left the Beach Boys and lost the name. Kind of same thing with Roger Waters. Same type of a deal there.
3: Um, I We were talking about, uh, before we started, we were talking about The Beatles and Sgt. Pepper's, which I said is the most overrated album of all time. Number two on that list, Dark Side of the Moon.
0: Sure, I mean, the, the Ter- th-
3: terribly overrated. Not yeah. a very good album.
0: Great, oh, great oh, I, oh, I like it. It's I got like a couple the album. Good
3: songs. But I, some I agree that
0: they're overrated because they are the most highest-rated albums ever. You really can't but go they're not further that from that. Well, they're I think not they're that... good for sure. Yeah, they're good. It's not that good. There's oh, good songs say. on. What there? do you
1: think about Rumors, the best-selling album of all time? Fleetwood Mac. That's oh, a great album. Yeah, that's yeah. a great album. I'm, I'm not too into there. that one. Well, if
3: it, it's not whether you're into it or not. It's whether. Isn't it crazy
1: though? That's the best-selling album of all time. Not Thriller. A lot of hits. A lot yeah, of hits for yeah, big hit. Thriller off. was rumors. number 1. Thriller's not number 1. Thriller's not number 1, rumors.
4: Hmm. I would have said one. Thriller if you just would have asked me which one. I know, one. Right? Yeah. I would have said so.
0: That wasn't Dark Side of the Moon was on the uh, Billboard charts for like 30 years or something
3: like that's that. That's because it came 100. out in like 1979 and there was a bunch of teenagers smoking grass and they didn't know any better. And that's what what's what, what that's all you had was Dark Side of the Moon. You had that and then you could go maybe see a movie once in a while. You had nothing there is else no to dark do. Dark
1: Side of the Moon really?
3: You just had to sit there and just put a record on and sit and watch it spin. That's all you did then. So of course they would be into Dark Side of the Moon. Much, it's, it's, much simpler times. I'm, but, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna go listen to it later and I'm gonna I'm gonna think I, about I, this. I think it's I think it's overrated. I don't think it's very good. I'm not saying it's not overrated, but I think it's a great album. And the Beatles, Sgt. Peppers, is um overrated because it's got the greatest song, the greatest pop song ever written, A Day in the Life, is one of the greatest songs ever written. The rest of the album is just like ugh. It's not that good.
0: So, uh, so they re-released uh, Sgt. Pepper's fiftieth year anniversary, yeah. right? Fifty years. That's a that's a big milestone. Crazy. So, uh, fifty years, and when they originally mixed the album, they mixed it for mono.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. So they mixed
0: it for mono. And not you for lose stereo. a lot of
1: weird stuff when you listen to it in stereo.
0: So, uh, exactly. So, when they actually put out the stereo mix, it was kind of like, eh, we just got to put this thing out there. Let's put it out, and it didn't have all the effects of the mono. So uh, it was remixed, remastered, so to speak. Uh, with the intention of trying to make it true to the mono version, and it's the very first time in stereo that you're able to hear the album how it was intended.
3: I bet that sounds pretty good. darn cool. Yeah, people are into the Beatles, man. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're into they're it. They're way into them. Yeah.
1: So are we ready to uh, to award our gift certificate <laughs> for delicious Wayne Smoke Shack barbecue f- to? Marcelo Duran, I I, I, well, I feel strongly. I, I like Marcelos, and
3: but uh, but but I, but I like Felman's too. I think Felman's get really if you if you know Terry's kind of tenure on the radio, that really that really kind of that really kind of hits home. Um, I I think um, I think we should let our guests decide
1: which one no, of those of course. two. Yeah. Well, uh, let, let's bring the last the top two to the four. bring the top two. Read, to the On with Irvin Joe, doesn't know the trivia, goes with Del Crandall. Mm. Marcello contributes, dumb tweet goes awry, Twitter mob grabs moral high ground, Fry out of a job. I like that one because it really speaks to what What happened. What was the second one? The second one I I
4: liked, the one right after your, your first one.
1: Terry Fry, Twitter guy, once plugged a book to buy, now he's vilified. Yeah, that's. I so guess me it's, it's too rhymes No, it's not supposed to be no. rhyme. It's it, to be it was more better rhyme.
4: the first time. All right, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go
1: with Marcelo. Marcelo,
3: yeah, yeah. is our,
4: our
5: only
3: listener. Congratulations, <laughs> Marcelo Duran.
1: Um, at least we know he'll hear it. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can pop by. You know you know the spot. You can pop by and visit me at Sportique, where scooters come from. Stop by and get your twenty five dollar gift certificate from Wayne's.
3: I, I gave Marcelo a big bag of green chilies recently, and uh, maybe he can pay me back by. Um,
1: Taking me up there, I think you would be a good choice of somebody to help him spend the twenty five. Yes, Although, true. if there's one thing I know about barbecue joints in Colorado, you need no help spending the twenty five. That's true; they're not pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. Expensive. I mean, this but, is this is peasant food, man. It's
3: good though; it's all
1: good, it's dude. So good. I had I, a quick side story. I, I I've got a good friend who's from the, the heart of Texas, and he was visiting me, and we went to the Post Restaurant, which is fantastic. Great fried chicken. I mean, not good. Absolutely fantastic fried chicken. And we're sitting there and the GM comes up. And he's like, gentlemen, how do you like everything tonight? And my friend from Texas goes, man, this is the best fried chicken I had. I just can't believe I'm paying these prices for it.
5: (laughs) I was like, welcome
1: to Denver. Welcome 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 to Denver. Yeah,
3: because you can get that same meal in Texas, in the middle of Texas. for a third uh, of the price.
1: It's like 15 bucks for six pieces of chicken, and he's like, I could stop by and pick this up for five uh, blocks from my house.
0: So I took the train right to uh, Ballgame yesterday, and decided to, just for the fun of it right around union station i just looked up and started counting cranes like the big cranes
1: oh my god there's like 18
0: of them well i counted 13 13 cranes visible as i just i did the same
1: exact thing scott and then i from a balcony at coors field i went outside to smoke on the balcony and looking sort of southwest i counted 18 cranes and
0: and remember that nice view that you used to have of the mountains from coors field oh yeah you don't have it it's gone it's gone yeah it's crazy It's a shame. It is nutty. nutty, Well, that's
1: you know. We left. I I used to have that little shop at Thirty Second and Pecos there in the Highlands for sixteen years. Did you own
0: that land? You didn't?
1: I sure wish I had. Um, But I could see um, Union Station from there, Mm -hmm. and it was the best view in Denver. We would tell people all the time, "Come for the Fourth of July. Come, come see the best view in Denver." And it was no lie; it was the best. You can't see anything.
0: Anymore. We, uh, we we went to uh, get some ice cream. set right outside of Lola. Lola was they used to have. I that thought had the best great view. Of you.
1: It's
3: gone. It's not there. It's it's just changing so darn quickly. And it's uh this this Nudin. Uh, this, this new Denver's brought to you by a fleet of
1: Subarus is what it's brought, brought so to you. So
3: many Subarus. So many Subarus, man. Dude, They're I brand tell you new. what, They're driving tell you like what assholes.
1: I have never noticed it more than this summer. Been extremely busy at work, extremely busy. And so much of the business is coming from people who moved here recently. And I, the area codes, 201, 605, 773. It, it's constantly. Every single person I ask, to hear a 720 or a 303, is a head scratcher.
0: I don't want to give him a hug. It's,
1: it's, crazy. Crazy. it's amazing. It's but, amazing. But they're the ones at the games, and that's why we're we're faded to this as as, as Denver sports fans. I, again, we come
3: back to what we've discussed all along, and that as soon as the Rockies do well, and this generation of Rockies fans who you know were were young when they went to the World Series and they caught that fever, now when it happens again, uh, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna
1: be a glorious time. It's have the one, same. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I have one topic I want to bring up. All right. So you make your point first.
4: Okay. Well, I was just going to say it's the same thing for the people that say, well, why isn't Nolan Arenado uh, in the MVP conversation? It's because they haven't been good enough to be in that conversation. They haven't gotten the kind of notice, and everybody goes, "Oh, it's just Coors Field." I mean, you know, you it's basically beer league softball out there. But that's that's going to change. And They're better on the road. And they're better. Well, and now, but see, now that's the point is now they're getting that kind of recognition. In fact, I can even make an argument that Charlie Blackman is their best player. I think so. But, you know, I mean, under that circumstance, you have to win. You have to get to the postseason. You have to make that kind of noise to get that kind of recognition. It doesn't matter if you're the best player on a bad team. you got to be the best player on a good team. Look at Chris Bryant. We, we looked at the com- comparables, make an argument for Nolan Arenado, but they went and won a World Series. Big difference.
3: People they- love Mike Trout. Sorry. The people love Mike Trout, though. And Mike Trout's a great baseball player. He plays on a terrible team. And, I don't know what he does. He does something, he, but he they, hits home run. Yeah, he does steroids. Great, but right. he plays in LA. He, he steals. It's, it's the, one of the biggest it's one of the biggest markets. And and he's he's everyone celebrates him as the greatest, but their team isn't very good. So yes, yeah. you're right. It's LA. If he played, um if he played in Denver, everyone would be like, Yeah, he's all right. He's, yeah, he's good,
5: he's he's pretty pretty good. Field, yeah, though. it's great. It's cool. Yeah.
3: So sorry, Colin. I, your, I wanted to
5: out.
1: bring this up with Ryan because obviously it's the dog days of summer. It's the toughest time no, of the not. year. It's not, it's starting summer. Oh, you it's, mean later. It's the toughest time of the year to do sports sports. sports talk radio right now and it's uh, and for the next several months it's only going to get worse let me let me ask you all this but especially ryan with as crazy as things are at the white house right now with trump does trump make us need sports more or less is are we more inclined to gravitate toward sports because they do not matter or are we starting to feel guilty about caring about sports because they don't matter? I like that. I will say
4: that I've paid more attention to politics and the dealings of Washington more than any time in my entire adult life. And, and you know, again, I'm, I'm a sports guy through and through. And I have to watch. We were talking about it before we did this. Uh, I have to watch everything. You know, I mean, even tonight I'm keeping track of, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, uh, the Penguins blew out. Uh, Nashville, but but to the point of it is, I have every single morning get on Twitter.
1: What I, did Trump I read, do today? What do you say? I, today? I,
4: I read all of it. I read all of it, and I can't turn my eyes away from it. So, in one hand, I'd like to say as a sports talk guy that people p- pay more attention to sports. I don't know if that's the case. I th- I think there's just far too much going
3: on to bury your head in the sand, and, and you just have to be at least aware of it. But isn't it isn't it the, the the need for the escape now? You need hey, I, I really need this. I
1: need like to pay attention to the rockets. But I think and- people have a guilt complex about that escapism. Yes. And I think it was visible p- before the Super Bowl. Well, true. I think it was visible during the Super Bowl. Confet
3: confefe conf. Confefe so I, I, I I read it so much And I had it in my head And I can't say it out loud Confefe Confefe yeah. Confefe There's no yeah. Confefe co, co, cofefe. Cofefe. Yeah cofefe, <laughs> Confefe Whatever it is People like Were be, being shamed For Lat- like Everyone was going nuts about it And it was like How dare you When he's He's turning his back On the Paris Accord It's like You need a little bit of levity. You need a little bit of fun, and you know what? It's not. It's not that we're like
1: ah, Trump. You're all right now, baby. It's not (laughs) that. Besides, what is eating your heart out every day going to do? Yeah, it's you got to have a laugh. You got to have some fun, and
3: that's why I think. um, Yes, you're right. People probably are like, I got to focus on this guy. Make sure he's not going to blow up the world. But I think people need this more they need sports more than more than ever because they need that distraction um, here in town we need you know we need the Rockies to be good we want to we want to be able to invest our time in that and whether people know it or not, they're really investing their, their emotions and their time in it because they don't want to know what's going
1: on on the other side. That's just how I look at it. I, I had my wife say to me just the other day, I said, did you hear what Trump said? Uh, she goes, don't even don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. I, you, I'm trying to get my contacts in. Hello. You, I don't want
3: to know. Scott said that. That's it's what he says to his wife. Yes. But I was like, I don't even want to bring it up. And I find myself going, did you see what happened? Mm-hmm. Did, and did I, you hear I, about Trump? That's the new yeah, hello. I'm like, and I'm like, that's, I don't even want to bring it up because I, I
1: you know... I know my, my wife doesn't want to talk about it. After grabbing by the pussy, I was on vacation with my wife at the time, <laughs> staying in a nice hotel. I said to my wife, Did you hear what Trump said? And she said, No, what do he say? And I told him, and She goes, Well, that's it. Oh, it's over. Well, we all thought it oh, bon was all <laughs> I, really did. I was like, Yeah, there's no yeah. way. No oh, contrary, mon frère.
3: Yeah, it was not. It was not it. So, well, um, I
4: like to. I like your point, though, and I. I like to hope that it's like that that the escapism of sports allows for that. But it, you know, it is a point about you know the teams that you're rooting for still have to be kind of good. Sure. You brought up with the Broncos. I mean, if the Broncos are bad this year, my goodness. I mean, you know, the the Rockies can't carry this town if the Broncos are bad. Like that, the Rockies are great, and and, and it's going to be a lot of fun talking about them into August and hopefully into September. But the, the Broncos have October. Ha- Rock-tober. Okay, but Rock-tober. the Broncos still have okay. to be interesting.
1: Maybe, maybe they won't. The up- Broncos will always I be so interesting. as the Rockies, the unless Rockies are John Elway leaves and the blood of the city takes over. <laughs> the, the rock, the
3: Broncos will always be interesting. Listen, the Rockies, even when bad, were still interesting. The Avalanche—they were not interesting. They were just bad, and I still watched all historically of that. bad, yeah, historically bad, and I still watched that this year. And that went into post-election, and I still paid attention to him. And I, I watched how bad it got, and if it was good, I was like, "Cool." Has, it, has
1: anybody here lost their faith in Sackick?
6: Um,
3: let's see how this. Uh, let's see how this off-season goes, and if it if it looks if it looks grim going into the next season, then yeah, he's uh, he's dead man walking. There's a lot. There's a lot to
4: be unhappy about. Let's just put it like that. And and you know what? Uh, you know he can. It, it's interesting because a head coach ditches your team a month before training camp starts. Most people said that's going to be tough for the ABS, anyways. And then oh, then, they, then they go through and they sweep preseason and oh well they're gonna be great this year. Yeah. And then you know, then they were historically bad. So I, I, I'm interested to see how he rebounds from this. I, I think I'm with Reedy on this one. I think I'm you see how he rebounds. But you know, the moves haven't been haven't been spectacular. He's stuck by the core. The core has not proven out to be good enough to compete, at least recently. <laughs> Uh, he may end up uh, hanging himself on the
3: core, unfortunately. Here's the thing about the Avs compared to the Rockies: is we kept hearing about the Rockies. Oh, they got good guys. They got all these good guys coming up. Same thing with the Avs. Oh, they got good guys. They're good. these good ones, these good guys get up here. It's it's on. That's that's starting to come true and we'll see and if they start coming up then you'll know um, where the Rockies have succeeded and we've seen a lot of these homegrown guys succeed the abs are supposed to do the same thing if that doesn't start happening very soon then yeah we've got problems so that's 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 the extent of the hockey talk you're going to get here in in June. It's pretty it's much, much June much. first, too, right? Too, 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 too much, much? Hockey
4: yeah. talk. <laughs> Too much.
3: Disservice to our my, my co-host would have said the same thing. <laughs> I tried to talk about the
4: uh, on Tuesday. I tried to talk a little bit about that controversial call in the Stanley Cup final about the offsides, mm-hmm. and he wasn't having it. I'm like, come on, man! It's, yeah. I mean, it's the Stanley Cup like a final. It's I did sports. learn. I,
1: l- I learned a little bit a little bit about the world around us this last weekend. I went up to uh, Norfolk, Nebraska, which is in the northern part, not far from Iowa. And uh, it, it, it is uh, a family farm, family farm, family farm, family farm, and one you can thing, say white. Oh, it's Lily White. And one thing these family farms do is they construct homemade billboards facing the highway that are all pro-life billboards. <laughs> nice, <laughs> and they they're hand painted, often beautifully so. And they say things like "It's not a child. It's a cho- it's not a choice. It's a child." There was one that had no words, and it was just a picture of like a ten year old girl leaning her head against mommy's pregnant belly. Um, it was fascinating to me, and I thought, and I thought, you know, this is the this is the part of the country that elected Trump, mm-hmm. and they don't not matter. These people are real. Sure. And they, they exist, and it was there was really an element of that setting setting in for me. Like I knew it already, but driving through that part of the country for for hours and hours and hours on end, and past all these family farms, and little theaters, and little steakhouses, and little ca- ca- coffee shops, and and little diners, and little homes, I realized. Th- this is America, it's real America, and these people are real and they really feel this way and they're not going to be swayed easily. And uh, it kind of turned, turned a couple lights I on. I saw probably.
0: today that 28% of uh, people polled think Trump is doing an outstanding job. <laughs> That's the 28% right there.
5: <laughs>
1: oh,
0: man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what there's, he does. There's, one area, there's
1: one area where I will admit he's doing a good job and that is that with this this shit that went down in Manchester with the Ariana Grande concert, at least there's somebody going, eh, carte blanche isn't cool, we need to have another look at what's going on with these with these refugees. All right, let's wrap
3: up the yeah! show. <laughs> yeah, sports. Good times, good times. Sports. Uh, uh, Ryan, it's wonderful to have you back. Yeah, man. Please come back soon. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, maybe by the end of the summer we can uh, we can we can talk about the Rockies' playoff chances. Nine
1: to eleven, right? Mile High Sports here with Danny Williams. That's you, right. You're the you're the setup show for the great for the for the gr- <laughs> white fucking name Gil is? Wh- Whiteley. Gil Whiteley, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I, I love Gill Gil. Lead him up right up the grill. Gil on them
4: It's literally the best show you've ever heard.
1: Love Gil.
3: Gil Gil's awesome. You gotta um, have him back in here. Oh, here yeah. Soon. Anytime.
1: It's um, but Dan, with Danny Williams, who's funny as hell. I listened to some of their show today, uh, their SoundCloud Bites that they put up at com. It's it's good stuff. You guys should check it out.
3: Check him out Thanks, on man. the on your radio dial. Check him out at milehighsports.com. I'm sure there's an app you can probably... That's system. right. Mile High Sports has an app. They got all of it. So, uh, whoa. oh uh, Oh, yeah, unlike altitude Yeah it's it's time It's time to wrap the show up Because beer is being spilled And you know when that When that's happening That's 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 the cue So um, Thanks again Rye Guy It's been wonderful Anytime. to see you We'll talk to you soon Until next time This has been the South Stands Live The South Stands Live South Stands Live
0: Adios
2: What are these days? We love you, we
6: love you <laughs> Thank you so much We love you together. So I just had to laugh yeah. I saw the photograph He blew his mind out in a car He didn't notice that the lights had changed A crowd of people stood and stared They'd seen his face before Nobody was really sure if he was from the house of law I saw a film today, oh boy The English army had just won the war A crowd of people turned away I just had to look Having read the book I love
2: to turn
6: bed, dragged a comb across my head Found the way downstairs and drank a cup And looking up, I noticed I was late Found my coat and grabbed my hat Made the bus in seconds flat